Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Shadow Running on Empty, the podcast where we're filling your brain with sixth world delicious knowledge. Tonight I am joined solely by one of my usual compatriots, the man, the myth, the legend, Austin, how you doing? Oh, you know, we're doing, man, we're doing. Would like to remind everybody, as always, that fun is not guaranteed, but strongly recommended this episode. So we're going to see what we can do. We're going to try. Since it's just the two of us, you know what that means. If you've been paying attention to this podcast, we're continuing our tour of the Metroplex. And who boy, are we getting down to the slim pickings? We'd like to say that we saved the best for last, but we got really excited at the beginning and definitely started on the stronger foot. So uh, we, <laughs> we we sure have some things to talk about tonight. That's for sure. We've got some things. Uh-huh. We'll we'll find out what those things may become. But, you know, mm-hmm. we tr- we tried. That's what we're saying. The, the attempt was made. <laughs> so our slice of the metroplex that we'll be looking at today is far north in the metroplex we are going to go to the land of sahomnish otherwise referred to in the metroplex as the rural life my sahomn away from homnish <laughs> be it ever so snahome there's no snow place like snahomnish it's the land of the Snahomes. All right, uh, that was bad. <laughs> were, we, were, were you going for like a like a gnome joke there? Yeah, I was, I was, oh, okay, I was trying okay. for an, a non-gnome joke. Maybe some garden gnomes, like, uh-huh. you know, you just slowly build them up uh, in, in front of your house and you don't mm-hmm. talk about it at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't give my wife any more ideas. She's already on a gnome kick right now. So <laughs> you just slowly accrue them and they populate your whole yard. And then every day you move them just an inch closer to the road. Oh, no, you move them an inch closer to your neighbor's house. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> slowly turning the angle to face their house more and more. Mm-hmm. And then when they ask you about it, you say, I don't know. What are you talking about? I haven't touched them. You're just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. Not entirely true for this place in the Metroplex. There are sadly not that many gnomes, if any at all. There's only 1% other on the population, so that covers a lot. So Homnish does have very fertile farmlands, flowers, and wide open expanses as a startling contrast to the skyscrapers and concrete of downtown. The people of Sahomnish are known for their friendliness, and the rugged, open spaces of the district can offer a refreshing change and scene from the quick and crowded spaces of downtown. The Seattle government has done everything possible to preserve this farmland to the point of vetoing proposals to build new housing that might ease the Metroplex's shortage. The main reason is that the crops grown in Sahomnish eliminate much of the need and expense of importing food into the Seattle Metroplex. So they need to make more food to feed the Metroplex, but they need more people to live there to work the farms to make the food to feed the Metroplex. It's a vicious circle. If only they would go back and try to regentrify, uh, I don't know, the barons. That might solve <laughs> their housing problem. 
Because of the sparse population, lack of heavy industry, and high rates of employment, Sohomnish has one of the lowest crime rates in the entire Metroplex. Makes sense. Well, yeah, rural area, of course. Uh, Illegal chips, prostitution, and gambling are confined to the more populated southern sections of the district. The mafia and Yakuza have virtually no foothold in the district. Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't want to get on the bad side of the Amish mafia. Oh, well, yeah, you definitely don't get on the bad side of the Amish mafia. They'll send you a strongly worded document by Carrier Pigeon. (laughs) I was going to say they... They'd build you a barn and lock you in it really fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, one of those fireless fireplaces. Be a shame if he was to get wrapped up in a finely handmade quilt and thrown in the river to never be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you gotta do, boys? Churn the butter. Display his body in one of our finely crafted rocking chairs that it may serve a warning to any others who would dare cross the cross the Amish. <laughs> oh, you like that barn, do you? Churn yeah. Butter. Churn is butter. Churn is butter. Churn is butter, boys. Oh. Oh, you like that barn? Yeah, we built that one with the bones of our enemies. <laughs> You'd be amazed how quickly we could get a barn raised when we're trying to hide something. (laughs) (laughs) What happens in Amish country stays in Amish country. (laughs) Uh, Sadly, what Sahomnish does have in lieu of Mafia and Yakuza presence is racial tension with metahumans and Indians terrorizing the district for years. I mean, is it just because it's located in the northmost, so it's like kind of adjacent to the Nan territory? Like it I is, don't... it is adjacent. It does share a border with the the Salish. But is that is that why? It's one of the reasons. Okay. The district of Sahomish is bounded on the northeast by the lands of the Salish Sheed Council, on the southeast by the district of Redmond, on the south by the districts of Bellevue and Downtown, and on the northwest by the district of Everett. The Sahomish River and its tributaries meander through flat, fertile lands in the eastern half of the district. For Ten Nguyen, Paul's Elven Tours provides a scenic boat ride down this beautiful river. Oh. Ooh. What a deal. Right? 10 new yen? All right. Away from the river valleys, rolling hills dominate this peaceful district. Sahomnish is one of the most sparsely populated districts in the city. Only the Fort Lewis military base and nature preserve has fewer people. 70% of the residents work outside of Sahomnish, which makes commuter traffic quite heavy along every highway going in and out of the district. Elves and orcs represent the largest metahuman minorities in the Sahomish district, while trolls account for less than 1% of the population. Culturally, the district has a German and Scandinavian heritage. That sounds like the Midwest. So yeah, that sounds like farm country. That checks out. Checks out, right? Yeah. I do find it interesting that, that elves are the minority racial group considering... Yeah, that 
it kind of feels like in the outskirts of like the actual metroplex itself the surrounding areas tend to be i don't know i mean i guess probably because they would all just go to the tier if they're not living in downtown right i guess mm-hmm. it would make more sense well remember the tier opened up and welcomed all elves with open arms right We're building yeah, this with... nation for you yeah with no ulterior motives or anything no of course not no yeah. what are what what motives huh never heard of them never never had motives never had one <laughs> <laughs> no no this is a land for elves built by elves yeah. and i'm just gonna shake my head until you agree with me yeah. <laughs> what is there to argue about that checks out to me right uh, occasionally in Sahomnish, the winds from the south do come up and trap the smog against the mountains north of Sahomnish, leaving the district covered in acidic smog. Well, that's not great. No, not for crops, definitely not. Most of the larger <laughs> megacorp farms protect at least some of their crops with clear sheeting, neutralizing sprays, and the like. So that food that you're eating coming out of Sahomnish definitely doesn't have what are they gmsos right uh gmos yeah gmos yeah yeah Yeah. i mean the pesticide gives it a little spice you know lettuce (laughs) is pretty boring by itself but spicy lettuce (laughs) spicy lettuce you might be onto something (sighs) lettuce water that you can eat yeah right see (laughs) it's boring it's very straightforward uh this lettuce needs more sriracha (laughs) Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Give me a little bit more excitement in my lettuce is all I'm asking for. Yeah, I like to eat my lettuce and also think about the rogue mutations that are going on in my body. No, you never think about those. Those are whatever. (laughs) That's how you get your mutant powers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the rogue mutations don't exist easy. I think you just made those. (laughs) Uh, Are you ready for the name of the mayor that runs this district? Who's in charge of the Sonomish? So, in 2048, we have none other than Mike Walkstrong. Oh, that's a good name. Mm-hmm. That's a really good name for a politician. Yep. He was elected in 2048 after the incumbent, Daniel Federson, died tragically in a car accident. Oh. Uh, one of the major accomplishments of Walkstrong time is the mayor of Sahomnish was reducing the influence of humanist polyclubs in the district. Well, that's always a plus. That continued through the 2050s and 2060s. Nice. In 2057, the new mayor, Rita Salazar, took charge of the mayorship of Sahomnish after Mike Walkstrong was uh, killed by a car bomb. If only he drove as strong as he walked. <laughs> if only. <laughs> he wasn't Mayor Drive Strong. <laughs> he sure wasn't. Not after that. Not after the incident. <laughs> <laughs> the incident. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of mayors having some car trouble in the Sahomish area. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think it was that. That seems like an isolated incident to me. Easy. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, so, and then in 2060 to 2070, so up to current timeline, uh, wait, sorry, quick or no, question. 20 to 2070. Yes. Do they know, do, have they ever said who planted the car bomb? Like they did, they did not say who planted the car bomb. Okay. Cause I like, I don't, if there's no Yakuza and there's no real mafia presence 
in the area. Mm -hmm. I mean, could it have been like a megacorp that was trying to get maybe a megacorp shill implanted as the mayor in order to try to push the agriculture side of things to get them more support? Oh, uh, or it could be the Humanist Poly Clubs um, sending a message. Oh, yeah, that's because he's cleaning them up. You have to think also since uh, m since Mike Walkstrong was he's the district's first Native American mayor. Uh, uh huh. And uh, the first two years in his uh, office, his term, he spent undoing the racist policies of his predecessors. That's always good, right? And then Salazar takes over after he's killed in a car bomb. And then in 2060 to 2072, the next mayor, this is going to be a little confusing, yeah. is Mayor Carl Federson. Uh-huh. The son of the original mayor, Daniel Federson. I see. Carl Federson had also served as the district prosecutor under Mike Walkstrong. So for all intents, he should have the same policies as Walkstrong did if he was DA for him during, mm -hmm. during his time in office. Mayor Federson's wife, Jasila, worked as race relations advisor in Sohomnish and now serves as Metroplex Commissioner of Race Relations. Hmm. Jasla Federson is an elf, and she was a dedicated public servant in Sahomnish. Uh huh. I'm 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 noticing a lot of use of past tense verbs right now, which is making me nervous about where the story is going. They suspect that she's finding herself nothing but window dressing in the Brackhaven administration, an example of how quote sensitive the governor is to metahuman issues for having hired a metahuman to handle race relations. Mm, I see. And then in 2076, guess who gets the mayorship? <gasps> Could it be? After all this time? Yes, if you guessed Jasla Federson, you would be correct. Well, I was incorrect. <laughs> she she replaces her husband as mayor of Sohomnish after he suddenly announces his retirement. Interesting. So apparently we're just setting up the Federson dynasty yes. as mayorship of some. <laughs> the Federson line. What does the voting demographic turnout look like? Uh, mostly the ones that were paid paid for by the Federson. <laughs> well, that's the other thing I was gonna I was gonna you know touch on. Like this is supposed to be the rural life, and you know stereotypically in some uh some states and rural communities at least here in in the states you get that one family you know everybody's got one uh -huh. where uh -huh. they you have like you know 60 people that live in the town that all have that same last name right yeah that, that's that's probably the uh the Feddersons here yeah <laughs> So the economy of Sohomnish relies on agriculture, like we said. But not only agriculture, but also aquaculture. Of the 50 major farms in the district, 39 are owned by megacorporations. Jeez. 
G. Myers Agriculture Society Farms and High Yield Industries control the three largest farms in the district. Along the banks of the Sohomish River are 15 aquaculture corporations, each using the river to raise a wide variety of aquatic food crops. Everything from Asian broadleaf seaweed to Mississippi crayfish grown at these facilities. Interesting. Most of the farms for both agriculture and aquaculture offer tours. The district has only a few key industries, or not key, uh, just a few industries not related to food production. Kingsley Precision Metal Manufacturers, metal from high-tech oil uh, alloys, and Sohomnish Optical Incorporated Manufacturers Precision Cyberware Optics. So there, there is still a little bit of tech in the... Very little. Very yeah. little. Like, you, you have the one tech company that's specializing with cyber, cyber eyes uh-huh. and cyberware for your vision. And then everything else is crops or water crops. <laughs> or you're working in precious metals. Right. Those, those are your options. Kind of limiting. Yeah, but it makes sense. You're pretty far out here. Hey, you only have 22% of the Sonhomish population under the poverty level. Uh, Only. Only 22%. No big surprise. They're 71% corporate affiliated. Mm, That makes sense. That it does. So we did touch on that Sonhomish has a problem with racial biases. Uh, in that Sahomnish is a stronghold of Humanis, that even with Mayor Walkstrong working to get rid of most of them and repair these these race relations, Humanis still has a firm grip in this district. Mm. Sahomnish is, in fact, the most racist and anti-metahuman district in Seattle. Oh. There is even a training facility for the Flaming Sword, the militant arm of the human nation. Of course it's called the Flaming Sword. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> of course it is. The yeah. human nation? Yes, the human nation. I'm upset at how good the name of their racist groups are in Shadowrun, <laughs> like consistently, man. They they were on point, man. They knew what oh, they were doing. The human nation. <laughs> the human nation is a conspirative anti-metahuman organization. The human nation is a fraternal cabal of humans with an anti-metahuman agenda. Its members are extremely wealthy and influential, and they have a long-term plan to get society to use eugenics and oh, no. acclimatize mankind to accept its racial racist agenda. Oh no, that's mm. not good. You ever notice how fraternal is never used in a good context? That term no. is almost always associated with either a racist group or like mm-hmm. uh, Illuminati conspiracy groups. Like mm-hmm. fraternal is never a good buzzword for your organization to be attached with and boy howdy this one's got it in spades because not only is it a conspirative group (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they're also very racist god damn it dude 
Oh, it hits both. It hits on both aspects here. Two birds, you know, two birds. Two birds, one flaming sword. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you'll be disappointed to know that Mm. human nation has its members among the upper echelons of the governments of North America, Europe, and Asia in the corporate boardrooms and in the entertainment industry. No, I'm not that I'm not that surprised. <laughs> I'm not that disappointed because I'm not that surprised. That's that's what I was meaning to say there. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. You know what's funny is okay, I mean, I guess not funny, but one of the things that I've realized is that a lot of the world building in terms of the relationship to meta humanity um within the uh shadow run setting it reminds me a lot of the end of watchmen mm-hmm. where it's you know human the either the movie or the comic it's the same concept just a different you know coat of paint over the top of it but the 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 at the 11th hour you know or the 12th hour humanity comes together against a bigger unknown unseen uh, horror than mm-hmm. we could have anticipated and then everything is okay and the tensions are, are are eased because we have to come together to fight this unknown entity mm-hmm. it feels like that is how meta humans are treated within the shadow run setting well, like yeah. pretty much consistently <laughs> yeah definitely i mean they're the new strange threat that just appeared you know all yeah. with the coming back of magic so yeah it was a very scary time so it makes sense that these groups actually gather and you know grow in number and everything because they have a tangible threat that they can point to. Right. But hey, a slight progress in that they no longer look at skin color. Right? Progress. Silver linings. Progress with bigger (laughs) quotes is what I would say. So just to paint the human nation as terribly as we absolutely can, Mm -hmm. uh, because who boy, uh, they are suspected of having opened medical clinics throughout the world in the 2050s, all of them in poor neighborhoods that were heavily populated by metahumans. Within the clinics where there were High levels of infant mortality. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it was really bad. By the late 2060s, metahuman rights groups realized what was going on and got meta-friendly governments to shut them down. Where the governments turned a blind eye to what was happening at those clinics, the Sons of Sauron and the ORC tried to shut them down themselves excuse me hang on well hang on did you just say the sons of sauron i did say the sons of sauron okay i just wanted to make sure i heard that Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah you heard correctly sons of sauron all right cool and 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 the tolkien estate never sued or nothing nothing. all Mm -hmm. right hey fair enough man the sons of (laughs) sar the sons of sauron is a militant poly club of trolls and orcs Uh uh-huh mm-hmm of course it is. Never would have put that together, right? What a shock. <laughs> <laughs> Do they also put white handprints on their faces? Uh, no, no, that, okay. no, that's that's just too far. To be fair, I guess that is more of a Saruman thing and less of a Sauron thing. Exactly. But, yeah. If they were going to do anything, they would have a, a big fiery eye on their chest. True. Big. That's, that's very true. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, the Sons of Sauron can be either viewed as a terrorist organization or a group of freedom fighters, depending on what side of the street you're standing on. Isn't it always? Yes. So as the human nation is the militant group of Humanus, the Sons of Sauron is the militant group for the pro-meta. Are we all caught up now? Yes. And they firebomb yes. those clinics that were doing the horrible experiments. Gotcha. Okay. Well, if we're going to visit this lovely rural community where nothing bad happens. It's what we call real surface level beauty, you know? <laughs> Let's see. You just go, man, look at all that green. What, look at, what agriculture. Look at it. And that's mm. it. Rolling hills, nice little river. It's so great. So peaceful. Yeah. All right. Where are we staying? Well, we've got the Sahomna Sheraton. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, there's been a Sheraton in almost every district. Yep. Uh, we've also got the Briar Hotel. Oh. The Briar is a faded, acid-eaten relic that has managed to survive on its dilapidated charm for almost a century. Huh? Nice. <laughs> Instead of dying gracefully, it has become the center of a bitter dispute between the two... Kaislin sisters, co-owners of the hotel. Margaret wants to keep the hotel just as is, while her sister Sarah wants to renovate the building and put it up for sale as soon as possible. Uh-huh. Makes sense. Word on the street, though, is that Sarah is in deep with the mafia and has been using typical mafia strong-arm tactics to try to get Margaret to give up her share of ownership. Margaret has, in turn... Turn the hotel into an armed camp with guards at every door to protect her and the hotel staff. Oh my god. <laughs> so stay at the Briar Hotel where your security is guaranteed. And yeah, then there I'd should be the sound so. of a shotgun. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'd say it is. Jesus. Come for the charm, stay for the security. <laughs> yes, yeah, stay, stay for the armed escort. And continental breakfast. And co yeah, don't forget that continental breakfast, guys. Oh, it's definitely a home-cooked continental breakfast. <laughs> uh, that just gives me real big, like, Wild West vibes, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got big Deadwood energy, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that or, like, uh, the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. They're coming to take our property. Not today, they're not. <laughs> I always told them I'd be buried in this house, and I intend to keep that promise. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, now that we've seen where we can stay, only really two hotels of note in the entire entire district, and one of them's the Sheraton. <laughs> and one of them is the Sheraton. That's true. You know, I bet if you read, like, the Yelp reviews for the Sheridan, mm -hmm. they're, like, no armed escort. Four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be at the point where that's, like, a legit selling point for these at this point. Like, going seriously forward, right? has like, to be. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. Oh, it's so good. Definitely staying at the Briar Hotel. <laughs> yeah, man. You get a story if you stay at the Briar. Clearly what you should do is you should make a Shadowrun character that chooses to live in Sohomnish and just permanently rents out a room at the Briar. 
<laughs> You've got on-site security, okay? It's true. Like, there's never been a more secure location. <laughs> Aside from, like, a corporate bunker or something out in the woods. Well, for restaurants and bars, we have a nightclub and bar that we can go to called The Body Lass. Okay, uh-huh. Not much. Body as in, like, B-O-D-I? No, body as in B-A-W-D-Y. Body. Body. Dealing with sexual matters in a comical <laughs> way or humor, humor, humorously indecent, as uh, mm-hmm, dictionary.com mm-hmm. would define Think of it as, uh, you know, what's a great example of this? Hooters. Yeah, Hooters. There you go. (laughs) You know what? That's probably what it is. Yeah, it's a Hooters. Hooters? (laughs) No, you know what it is? Have you Uh, you ever heard of uh, the Tilted Kilt? Yeah, we've got one down here. I've been to the Tilted Kilt. We used used to have one here. (laughs) That's what I would think it would be like more. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. We've <laughs> we've we've also got a new one that's opened up next to us called mm-hmm. uh, Twin Peaks. Oh boy. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm getting mm-hmm. I'm getting big uh big TV show <laughs> energy. Here. Oh, I wish that it was themed like a David Lynch movie. That would have been so much better. But no, it is unfortunately less exciting than that. Oh. Yeah, dis- that's disappointing. It's just another restaurant. <sighs> See, they had. They had an opportunity, and they squandered it. Man, I would kill for a, a David Lynch themed <laughs> restaurant. That would be amazing. You have to try the waffles; they're amazing. <laughs> they got a cherry pie that you'll kill for. We have a mid-sized restaurant we can go to called Jay's Boathouse North. What happened to Jay's Boathouse South? Uh, you you know they don't talk about Jay's Boathouse South. Oh, no. It's the lesser known Jay's Boathouse, and Not... nobody goes south because that could that takes you closer to downtown. That's Not... where all of them, them highfalutin high roller peoples are. Uh huh. Uh huh. Not since the incident do we not talk about Jay's. <laughs> the incident we don't talk about Jay's <laughs> South. Uh, Jay's Boathouse North is an attractive first class restaurant specializing in Seattle and Salish cuisine. But they make a mean salad. I bet they do. The restaurant has come under increasing pressure from local citizens to stop hiring and serving metahumans. Yeah, I felt like that was coming at some point, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> a few months ago, an undetonated firebomb was found on the premises. Oh, fun! That's probably what happened to Jay South. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Didn't stop serving them metas. Mm. Uh, nothing will send a message like a good old firebomb. Get some cooked. We also have The Top Side, a mid-sized restaurant and bar. An excellent family-style restaurant that serves good soy seafood. What? <laughs> sounds so gross. That's a contradictory statement that doesn't exist. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Its nautical atmosphere is pleasant, but strong odors from the street sometimes spoil the effect. Mm, I bet they do. (laughs) (laughs) 
one of the quotes from working at the top side is uh, someone that was there as a bus boy for a few weeks noticed that the office area was always locked up. And during the wee hours of the morning, they often saw trucks dropping off large packages that quickly vanished from sight. So the owner of the top side may be wheeling and dealing. I don't think there's a maybe. I think he is. <laughs> Soy seafood. Oh, God. I can't. Soy seafood. Nom, 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 nom. Tastes like... <laughs> Tastes like regret. <laughs> then we've got Brother Anatoly. Oh, uh-huh. Small restaurant and bar. Brother Anatoly is no place for a metahuman. Oh, no. The owner is an admitted <laughs> racist and member of the Humanist Poly Club. No, Anatoly, why? <laughs> for humans, however, it's a good place to find muscle or information. Oh, Meaning it's run by some mafiosos. Mm-hmm. Just don't have pointed ears, tusks, or horns when you go inside. Yeah, that's yeah. Those those simple prerequisites. Yep. Do you think for dwarves, uh, they have a you must be this tall to enter? Oh, absolutely. I can't imagine the number of businesses that have like a you must be this tall to enter sign out. Uh, that's, mm, that's and harsh. It's, I, I bet they think it's a real knee slapper. Let me tell you. Oh, wow. <laughs> really setting a low bar here. <laughs> With the stakes this high, easy. <laughs> uh, another fantastic restaurant to choose from is The Purgatory a mid-sized restaurant and bar. This is a popular haunt of street mages and talismongers who thrive in the restaurant's dark and dank atmosphere. Security is tight because of the district's anti-magic racist tendencies. Gaining admittance requires either a password or sponsorship of a regular customer. So you want to go to the magic speakeasy? I mean... In an unfortunate <laughs> turn of phrase, like how racist is the magic speakeasy? You know? <laughs> like, well, I'm upset that I have to ask this question easy, but you know, hey, this hang on, is where hang we on. are. Let me check. Uh, right here, no racial bias. Hey, let's go. Okay, then I'm down with the magic speakeasy. <laughs> yes, they just have to, you have to be sponsored or know the password to get in because apparently Sahomnish not only anti-metahuman but anti-magic uh, well i feel like one comes with the other right like uh sometimes they do go pretty close hand in hand i would say yeah tourist attractions are up next what is there to see in this lovely rural countryside district well we've got blackstone's museum and zoo of the paranatural it is a privately owned zoo and museum whose collection of paranatural animals is on loan from the larger Fort Lewis and Woodland Park zoos. That sounds pretty dope. Yeah, that's nice. What that is... way you don't have to travel all the way down south to Fort Lewis. What is the museum aspect of it? Is that also just in relation to the para critter? No, the zoo is separate from the museum. The Blackstones Museum is dealing mostly with the history of the area for Sahomnish. Ah, uh, I see. We have the Bothell Mall, of course, because you have to have a shopping mall in the district. Uh-huh. 
Uh, it is a new or newer mall with stores that cater mostly to the middle and upper class. Uh, if the rumors hold true, though, the mall association is almost bankrupt and they start cutting back on security to save money. You got to do what you got to do, you know? And if that happens, many of the larger and more expensive stores will leave the mall. <laughs> rumors abound that the association pre- president is desperate enough to consider hiring shatter runners to make a run that would net enough big new yen to keep the mall open i mean that wouldn't surprise me by today's standards for the most part right that would be hilarious all right i need to get a a group of runners together and a big score so that i can keep the mall alive (laughs) it's every 80s movie trope and but instead of plucky young teenagers they're shatter runners (laughs) Yeah, we got to skim a little off the top so that way the JC Pennies doesn't close. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen their prices? Hey, Chummer, just a quick aside. If you are enjoying the episode, be sure to rate it if on audio. Or if you are on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe as we are trying to reach our 1,000 subs goal. You can also support us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash critical underscore hits. Finally, if you're interested in taking your tabletop gaming to the next level, check out the episode description for an affiliate link to Drive Through RPG. So the next time you're looking to expand your library and want to help support us, drop that link in. And now, back to the show. Uh, we have Lake Forest Park. This beautiful park makes an excellent picnic area when the weather is clear. So watch out for those acid smog days. However... Every night, the park becomes the battleground for two thrill gangs. Yay! (laughs) The Sahomnish Men and the Masters. The Sahomnish Men? The Sahomnish Men. That's like the lamest name for a (laughs) gang ever. They're a thrill gang. Yeah, they're really exciting. (laughs) Don't they sound exciting? Come on. Yeah, we are the men. (laughs) No, no. Not just the men. The Sahomnish men. Oh my god. It's, yeah. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. (laughs) Let me guess. They're probably a racist thrill gang, aren't they? (laughs) Uh, Uh, I mean, are they? uh, it doesn't say the... <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, I, yeah, kind of. I don't want to say yeah, but you know. I don't want to say yes, but since they're fighting against another throw game called the Masters, which is an all-meta-human gang, mm-hmm. I could only surmise what they would be fighting about. Mm-hmm. And how... <laughs> sadly uh when they aren't busy hunting one another in the park they will pounce on squatters or anyone else foolish enough that wanders into the park after dark there's something really hilarious to me about the phrase hunting one another in the park (laughs) please elaborate i just just like the, the concept of like just these dudes, these, these gangs in the park that are like deploying actual like hunting techniques while people are just like on a casual date walking through the park at night, you know, enjoying their time. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's this gang war in the shadows that nobody sees that's always happening. 
the the Sahomnish men and the Masters are playing the most deadly game of hide and seek. They sure are, man. They are, in (laughs) fact, the most dangerous game. To one another and any other instances bystanders that happen to be in the park after dark. Yeah, right. So buildings of note within the district, you have obviously the district courthouse and district hall, the but there's also Thrasher's Correctional Facilities. Good name. Is a small prison of only 100 cells, and it's reputed to be the easiest prison to break out of. See, I like to imagine that they're like a privatized jail where every jail cell is just like a rage room. <laughs> I was like, gonna... All right, your sentence is two years in the rage room. You really got to work through the problems <laughs> you got going on here so we can let you back out. I was going to say, it's it's probably like the, the uh, prison from Idiocracy. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> no, no, I, I was already in here. And that guy, he sat on me a number of times, so I'm, <laughs> I'm free to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> this time... He won't get away because we chained him to a rock. <laughs> the number of times that the fourth world comes or the sixth world comes back to bearing similarities to idiocracy is uh-huh. uh, it's it's pretty staggering. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, there are uh, an actual decent number of businesses that operate out of Sahomish, but of course most of these are agricultural based like you have berkeley soy foods berkeley soy has managed to stay away from the vicious infighting going on among the other farms however this could change because of the purchase of the neighboring farm by green star food products which is berkeley's most hated rival Without the soy farm, how are they going to make the fish? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's not such a bad thing for them to be bought out. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. (laughs) Uh, New soy fish flavor coming out. It's kale. Mm -mm. (laughs) Now it's a super fish as well as a super green. (sighs) Surprise, the fish is also green. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't stop. We've got Edmunds Instruments. Edmunds Instruments has been manufacturing precision aircraft and ship instruments for over 30 years. Up until two years ago, the company dealt exclusively with Federated Boeing. French W ranch that that's the name of a business okay uh the people of the french w ranch are renegades among the ranchers and farmers of sahomnish uh-huh. carl hoffner is a troll who fights the district's prejudice against metahumans by hiring only metahumans oh that's having cool. having cornered the prime beef market nice <laughs> renegade ranchers that <laughs> sounds like a sh- that sounds like a show that would be on the history channel it does yeah uh, hoffner has raised the price of beef to seattle's most elegant restaurants yeah where all the racists eat yeah that makes sense <laughs> uh, attacks against the hoffner ranch are frequent 
drive-by shootings, bombings, arsons, and cattle wrestlings are everyday occurrences. So what I'm hearing is the uh, the French W Ranch needs to get in contact with Briar Hotel and yeah. just make a mini series. Oh yeah, become like the exclusive provider for the for the Briar Hotel for mm-hmm. meats. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be good. Well, yeah, and the Briar Hotel security on standby. Yeah, exactly. They're already good to go. Right. Then we've got Injersoul Aquaculture. Injersoul operates six pens of steelhead salmon just off Edwards Point and ten large catfish pens in and along the Sahomish River. Ooh. So there's all your fish right there. They're yeah. a fishery. They are a fishery full of fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the puns. Kingsley Precision Metals. The company creates rare alloys, then uses the alloys to manufacture parts for sale to other companies. Kingsley products, parts ranging from the wing struts of Federated Boeing's 828s to elements of the latest remote surgery devices from Emerald Biotechnologies. So good for them. They're making it somehow. Yeah. It's all working out. There's also Sahomnish Optical Incorporated. Remember, they're the big ones that are doing the cyberware for your eyes. Right. Uh, Apparently, the firm's competitors have sent numerous shadow teams to steal the secret from the firm's computers, but none have been able to penetrate the fearsome defenses and the skills of the company's own decker, known only as Mr. Glass. Oh, Samuel Jackson is in the she's in the shower <laughs> universe. Uh, apparently, he's the decker that protects Sahomnish Optical Incorporated. Oh, that's pretty good. Can't be mad about that. Uh, then there's the Sahomnish Society Farm. The Society Farm is ultra modern. Wheat, lettuce, cabbage, soy, apples, berries. And tomatoes are grown in huge fields that are electronically monitored and artificially conditioned. What can't be grown outdoors is cultivated in huge greenhouses located on the south side of the farm. The farm has a state-of-the-art security system to guard against trespassers and vandals. And a big fence. Yeah, of course a big fence. (laughs) How else do you keep out the vandals? It's true. Word on the street is despite all of the technology and hardware, things are not going so well for Society Farm. Uh Uh-oh. Crop yields have fallen off dramatically over the past few years, and many farmhands have been laid off. And the farm manager has been called up to corporate headquarters three times for questioning. Official explanations of the farm's troubles point to the unusually harsh winter and heavy storms of last year what they don't mention is a recent incident when two explosions leveled one greenhouse and a garage housing most of the farm's vehicles well that's not good the investigation of the bombing identified a long list of possible suspects the most obvious were the owners of rival farms if this is true that society farm researchers have perfected a new 
Super Tomato, it is not surprising that competitors such as Assassin's Flying Thunderbird Farm and allied independent Argai business of Sahomnish Farms might resort to sabotage. It's a hell of a mouthful. That is... The names of some of these farming corporations is ridiculous. I'm just going to say that right it's now. It's pretty wild, man. It's pretty wild. I, I like to imagine that their super tomato isn't like a tomato that's just like a better tomato. It's just the tomaco from the... Uh, from the Simpsons episode, <laughs> where they where they cross pollinated tomato seeds with tobacco plant in order mm-hmm. to make a tomato filled with tobacco. Yes, so it was ultra addictive. That's that's all it is. They just figured out how to make the tobacco. You know that makes absolute sense. Hook them while they're young, I believe, would be the slogan for the tobacco. <laughs> that, that is that is. I mean, can't you just smell that crisp tobacco on that <laughs> juicy burger? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm-mm. breathe deep in while you're grilling uh another good slogan i think would be one bite and you're hooked oh yeah it only takes yeah. one yeah hey the first bite is free the first bite is free oh that's a good one uh there's also the sahomish security personnel i think that me and you might have a future in uh ad campaigning for uh, six, <laughs> six world megacorps easy so just we got saying, that to look forward to once the megacorps rise you know yeah. where we're gonna be we're yeah, gonna this... be in the ad and marketing department <laughs> yeah we're gonna uh... be don drapering that shit don drapers <laughs> of the sixth world oh um, man so security personnel is another business uh, on the surface, Sahomnish Security is just another bodyguard company, but word has it that they have been gathering information on the other district farms and then resorting to blackmail. Shock. Big surprise. Nobody ever is gathering information on Arrival just to be like, are they doing well? Yeah, no. It's always nefarious corpo politics look you gotta know what the other corp is doing so you can try and beat them to the punch to the next hot gadget super crop yeah medical breakthrough i get it the list goes on doesn't mean i gotta like it but i get it that is fair if you get hurt in the sahomish district where are you going for treatment well how about mount lake veterans memorial it's a six-floor hospital, an excellent hospital specializing in geriatrics and the cyber sciences. Going to any hospital that has the term memorial in the name of it is already something that makes me immediately nervous because it feels like they're just anticipating for the worst from the get-go. <laughs> like, I get that it's usually the <laughs> memorial hospital of who the hospital is named after, mm-hmm. but like, come on. <laughs> mm. It's a little too on the nose. Uh, the word on the street for Mount Lake is that they have been undergoing some major changes in the administration. In one month alone, three advisors and four administrators were fired. According to the rumor mill, Freen Bamboo Medical, the corporation that runs the hospital, began swinging the axe after they learned of some misappropriation of funds. Ah. Uh-huh. They still have See, the... with, with everything else that we've talked about so far, my brain immediately went to, so were they fired because they were too racist or not racist? <laughs> nope. 
simple embezzlement. Oh, just embezzling? Jesus, some white collar crime is a breath of fresh air in Shinomish right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, All right. I'm here for it. <laughs> they still have the problem of finding the missing money, which may have been laundered through Hong Kong banks. The corporation is offering a reward of 50,000 new yen and a percentage of the stolen money to anyone who returns it. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, yeah, well, depending on what that percentage is and how much money it was. Could you claim it if you were one of the ones responsible for embezzling in the first place is my first question. Well, uh, clearly, before you do that is you pin it on somebody else and then you turn them in. Right. No, no, yeah. You 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 finger the other ringleader who's the mm-hmm. person that actually gets charged for the crime. But then you go, but then if I happen to know the account that that's sitting in, you know, mm-hmm. what's that's... to say it doesn't come back to daddy, you know? That's true. Get a little cut, little taste. That's just all I'm saying, taste. man. He just wants his little piece of the pie. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, if you don't like Mount Lake because it's got memorial in the name and that already makes you question their medical practices, how about the Sahomnish Medical Center? Uh, one last real quick point on that last one, though. Remember, people, don't commit white-collar crime, and if you do, be smart enough to get somebody else blamed for it. <laughs> That's what we've learned today. That's our official stance here on the Shadowrunning uh, Official stance. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Don't commit white-collar crime, and if you do, be smart about how you do it and who you blame. So you have the Sahomnish Medical Center to go to, an eight-floor hospital, Ooh, mm, two okay. more floors. Mm. This fine hospital has been trying to live down an undeserved reputation as a haven of thieves and ghouls. Oh. It all came about after a scandal when Charles Selko, the hospital's chief medical examiner, was caught selling organs and limbs to street doctors. Oh. Upon... Oh. Further investigation, it was discovered that the morgue under Dr. Selko's supervision had been pirating the bodies of the deceased patients for sale on the lucrative black market. The media jumped all over the story, and for several weeks, they could not get enough of the, quote, medical center mayhem. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. What if if you had to come up with a if you had to come up with a headline about a a doctor selling organs? What do you got? What 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 would your go to be? Alliteration is always preferred in these situations. I will mm-hmm. say as well. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. he's caught selling organs on the black market. Yes. Let me think. Do you have one in mind already? I got mine. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead go ahead mine mine would mine would be frank frankenstein frequents free market oh wow off off organs off site for sale Ooh, okay that's a good one i like it <laughs> uh, another one that i also came up with if we were getting a little a little a little kookier with it uh mm-hmm. would be uh an organ a day keeps the yacht payments away mm. That one's got a little bit of a darker twist to it, though. I gotta say, that's that, that one's got a bit of a <laughs> that one's got a bit of a darker connotation. But you know, if we're harvesting organs, let's just have a little fun with it. Easy, it's all right. That's all. That's all we're saying here. That's all we're saying. You know, just have a little fun. I mean, if we're going that way, then tune in next time to Ghoul's Anatomy. Oh, Ghoul's Anatomy. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Doctor mortgage on my second house. Uh, uh 
Uh, that one's a bit. I know that. Listen, more black market, <laughs> less I'm paying for my college tuition. <laughs> well, I was going more of like a house. Uh, you know. Oh, I got the I gotcha. show house. The he's, show he's, house, he's but he's paying for, paying for, a for second that. House yeah, because yeah. Got... Right, I gotcha. I gotcha. See, that one's not as clean. It's not as no, clean. No, you had, give you. You had not... to take me on a trip for that one. It's true. Yeah, I got to lead the horse to water sometimes. Yes, sometimes. And then he's not even thirsty. So you know. no, no, he's just <laughs> aggravated that he hasn't taken his pain medication. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, don't worry. There's still another place you can go for medical care in Sohomish, mm. and that is the Turner Clinic. Sadly, only a three-floor hospital. I mean, it is a clinic, to be fair. True. Usually, clinics are good. I just don't anticipate that a clinic is going to be as right as 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 high yielding as a hospital. Apparently, everyone knows Turner Clinic is bad news. But it's still the only hospital in the area. If someone has a cold or other simple ailment, they usually go to a nearby magician (laughs) (laughs) for any major surgery or treatment. They still need the clinic complaining about Turner clinic is like complaining about acid rain, no matter what anyone says or does, it won't go away. So you're saying that there's a real holistic movement within uh, the Shinomish area is what I'm hearing. Well, you would have to think there'd probably be a big holistic revival uh, everywhere. With yeah, that's the true. Use of with magic. With actual like magic medicine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real. No, that's... Yeah. You have, this, you have the sniffles of the flu and you just, here you go. Drink this concoction and I'm going to cast the heal spell on you and it's all fine. Yeah, you've got a you've got a cold. Uh, chew this grass. I don't know. It'll feel better. <laughs> Rub this crystal on your temples. Yeah, we'll see what yeah. color it turns. Yeah. Uh, and since we're talking about Sahomnish and un- the unfortunate racial bias that is prevalent That's in the whole, this whole district, episode. it has been. <laughs> um, you'll be happy to know that Mount Lake Memorial, no racial bias. Oh, good. Uh, Sahomnish Medical Center, subtle bias against orcs and trolls. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably are angry about the uh, renegade ranchers. <laughs> and then Turner Clinic, subtle bias against metahumans. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then as the just strange off-the-wall place that's inside Sahomnish, we have the Green Nymph. The Green okay. Nymph is a medium-sized store. No, uh-huh. raci- no racial bias. Good. Off to a good start. Uh, despite the region's prejudice against metahumans, this elf-owned lore store does a thriving business. Oh. Not only in magical items, but as an unofficial clinic as well. I keep anticipating like there to be other shoes whenever we talk about anything in Shadowrun now. So I was there was a part of me that was, that was like you're going to be like no racial bias, though they do dabble in human trafficking. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not racially motivated. That's it's just true. What they'll you have the most of, they'll sell anybody. You know, there's <laughs> no bias here, so they got that going for them. Uh, the the owner of the green nymph 
<laughs> is uh, widely accepted by the area because he will treat the sick with his herbal and magical cures, charging only what they can afford. Most uh, people in the neighborhood would much rather visit him than take their chances with the butchers at the Turner Clinic. Yeah, fuck the Turner Clinic. So, so, it's, so, so, so he runs the general store, is what you're telling me. Yes, yeah. he's the medicine man of the general store. That's pretty dope. I like that. Uh, his name is Farshorn. Spends a lot of time sitting out on his rocker out in the front porch. Watching the, his, people, watching the people walk by. Smoking his pipe. Waving smoking at Smoking a pipe. Ask him thinking if they about, want some herbal tea. Thinking about spring's long past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, them rancher boys. They're at it again. <laughs> you know, of all places in Seattle, I have to think Sahomnish has to have their version of uh, the Dukes of Hess. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And they're definitely working at the Renegade Ranch, dude. Like, oh my god, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, them boys are at it again. Oh, look at them orc boys. They're at it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this, this has been a, a trip for the rural area of the Seattle Metroplex. Honestly, it delivered a lot of what I expected. Yeah, same. Like it's it's definitely got pretty much everything that I anticipated being in the rural agricultural side of things, mm -hmm. which is good. But on the flip side of that as well, like the downside being, unless you can give me some thoughts, I can't really think of a lot of potential in regards to like a campaign setting taking place there for shadow running. Oh, just in the district. Yeah. You have to center it around, as crazy as it sounds, you have to center it around corporate corporate farm espionage. Right. No, honestly, that was the main thing that I was thinking as well, is like the main focus would have to be the agri-science and aqua-science side of things, right? Like yeah. that's... Yeah. Okay. Or... Like you said, you're working as Shadowrunners, keeping, uh, keeping, <laughs> keeping that the the in safe. The the Briar Hotel. The Briar Hotel, yeah, yeah. The Briar Hotel. Either work. <laughs> Look, if you wanted to run a little taste of like the Wild West, yeah, but in Shadowrun, true, you would have to do it in Sahomnish. You do it in Sahomnish, and you clearly have the option of doing like working as the cattle hand and the rancher or being one of the uh the security gun toting guys that's guarding the the hotel uh, from the mafia strong arms honestly i th okay hang on now hang on i think we might be onto something here <laughs> i think that the more interesting thing wouldn't even be to do the corporate uh, espionage agri-science side of things it would be to just use it as dress setting and you just play people like you just play uh -huh. a dude that lives and works in Sahomnish. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe you're a maybe you're an a troll adept that works on the Renegade Ranch, and you're just a rancher, and mm -hmm. that's your character. There are yeah. so many things within that setting that you could just naturally do and come across. That like you could have the bleed over with the corpo side of things, especially if you go the rancher ranch mm -hmm. hand side of things, but. Mm -hmm. I think like as as a as a a setting like you said for like almost like a wild west type of campaign story yeah. that's way more interesting to use it for that than trying to shoehorn 
corpo espionage into it again <laughs> well yeah think about it you could definitely run a, a slightly modernized like wild west story you've got the the hotel that's being divided between the sisters one wanting to keep it and the other trying to bring in the mafia to take it over mm-hmm. you've got the rancher that is trying to make a living and has to deal with uh with the humanist hate groups that are yeah. around and some of the other jealous ranchers that are trying to yeah. steal their li- livestock and their livelihood and everything so there's there's plenty of possibility yeah i mean if you want some inspiration uh go watch an old west movie like yeah. the magnificent seven or, yeah. or silverado any uh, of the spaghetti uh, any of the spaghetti westerns stuff. yeah yeah it will give you a great jumping off point in wanting to run I, I, sorry, I was just going to say any type of Western where the town is a character, you know? Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Like, it's like that type of thing where yes. you would you would want to be running it where Sahomnish itself isn't just the setting for where this is taking place. Like, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a reason that things work and people work with certain people and everything functions the way it does. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more interesting on the meta world building side, I would say, in that standpoint. Uh, you know what else you could do, too? You could take it smaller and run a, did you ever watch uh, Tombstone? Oh, yeah. So you run it like that where the, the runner team is like a small group of uh, meta, meta humans that are trying to, you know, just carve out some law and order. Yeah. Right. They, or, and they're or going have, up. Or... And instead of the cowboys, like in Tombstone, they're going up against the Sahomnish men. The, the, oh, not the men. <laughs> You'll find them in the parks late at night. You'll find them in the parks late at <laughs> Oh, God. Just say that out loud. I know. Like... I know. It's an awful name. As much... Remember when I was talking about how awesome they were at naming hate groups earlier <laughs> on in this episode? As yes. strange of a sentence as that is to say, yes. uh, they really dropped the ball on the Shinobish men. Did they? Or or was it on purpose oh no look out guys here come the men (laughs) and they look pretty peeved (laughs) when you say the sahomnish men i imagine it's a group of like dads who are working out their frustration it's like a fight club of dads who are working out their frustrations every night Oh yeah, I got them new power tools, a lone Jerry one, but you know I'm never gonna see that one again. <laughs> yeah, Sam bit another kid in class today. Another kid in class today. I just <laughs> don't know what's going on. <laughs> while they're while they're drinking like <laughs> the most bland stereotypical beer you could have. Oh yeah, it's beer lights all around. Everybody's got a can of beer light. <laughs> beer light. The 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 other uh borrowing from an inspiration that I was gonna also say that you could go for as well, uh, is if you go for like a walking tall scenario. Oh have yeah, your, yeah. Have your group come into town, but then become like the self-imposed like law enforcement. Because I don't remember if you had said, but like, do they have Lone Star coverage out there, or what's uh, they, the? They do. Uh. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it, it's rated very high. Let me let me pull it back up. Hang on. They only have two double A neighborhoods. 
Yeah, see, so like you go most everything the, else is B and C rated. Yeah, so you go in and you do like the local problem solver type of deal, you know, like mm -hmm. working like you were saying, but like like more of like a position of power type of standpoint, you know, right. make the connections with the the at the green nymph and that's and he becomes like your information broker and he's the one who gives you and could also be like the patch up doc you know if you get right. hurt on a job you go back there and he's he could be the healer for the team as well like it's there's using it as a setting to do anything but what you would normally do in shadow run sounds really cool <laughs> <laughs> well it is one of those unique places you know yeah for sure i mean and also to give that perspective in that there are only two double A neighborhoods in all of Sahomnish. Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at downtown, there's so many double and triple A triple A rated areas mm -hmm. just in downtown. It's it's crazy, but to only have two, wow. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, uh, one of them is uh, Mount Lake Terrace, which means it's going to be close to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Lake. Yeah. And the other is where the Bot Hill Mall is. So there you go. There's uh, your two highest rated I, <laughs> areas one near a hospital and the other near the major mall of the near district. The, near the mall that's committing corporate espionage in order to keep the lights on. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does that tell you about that area? <laughs> that Lone Star fucking loves Wetzel's Pretzels. That's what it tells me. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> if the chief don't get his cinnabon in the morning he's a real cranky customer oh, let me tell you. you know you know the <laughs> the chief of the sahomish district has to be somebody that's like chief wiggum oh dude no he's <laughs> boss hog dude he's oh, boss, boss hog, hog. oh yeah man. he's got the sweet mustache and like mm -hmm. a 30 gallon hat <laughs> You know, like he cuts the roof out of his section of the car so his uh, hat can fit through it while he's sitting in the driver's seat. Like he always comments about how they do things better down in Texas. Most people don't believe that he actually has eyes because he's never been seen without his aviators on. He, <laughs> he sleeps with them on, you know? He showers with them. They never leave his face. Oh my god. Fantastic. You guys, you have to reach out to us and let us know what's your headcanon that you like to see happen in the rural area of Sahomnish. It's just farmland and simple people. <laughs> and racist as far as the eye can see. <laughs> and racism against metahumanity. So, you know, just the normal things going on in the sixth world. <laughs> Another day in the, in the Metroplex. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> uh, so uh, are you adding this to one of your places that you would want to have a runner be in or hide out in? I mean, I think it would be cool. Like you said, there's a lot of setting to it that I feel like you could integrate into having be like a point of contact for a runner mm -hmm. um yeah i think that that would be kind of cool to again not utilizing it from a corporate espionage standpoint i feel mm -hmm. like there's a lot of potential of what you could do in so much yeah after after rereading it and everything uh i definitely have to think that it's prime for like uh 
an old west style yeah type of adventure i, yeah. I think that would do very very well there that would be really cool right you guys reach out to us let us know come join us in our discord and tell us your thoughts have you done runs in the homish district if you have how did they go what was the premise what uh what happened was it just corporate espionage or was your gm also thinking outside the box and taking it somewhere completely different uh even if we did mob war that started in downtown right i would have it spread out to here and you you could get caught up in the whole taking the um the hotel what if you just did an entire uh campaign that was just the movie the witness with harrison ford oh my god (laughs) because that's you know you could just do that I could. I could X, just do that. X runners put into uh, runner protection by Lone Star. <laughs> have, to, have to move out to the Sahomish countryside in the desert. And make a living. Or, you know, uh, another one that, that could work as mm-hmm. well. Let's um, have it be like the Ozarks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like that could work too. Or any any of these small town ones, like yeah, I was uh, like Tin Fargo. You could do Fargo, Tin uh-huh. Star. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Any just type of small town, big character setting. You know, it's always yeah. a fun one. Well, the other thing you have to think of too, with it being like the rural lifestyle type mm-hmm. place, it it's going to be a lot of we take care of our own type deal, or you know, yeah. you, you keep you keep the big. Uh, well in this instance you would probably keep want to try and keep the big mega corpse out you yeah. don't want their goons coming in for influence you got like a lot more instead of lone star that you, you would expect to see in downtown with their police cruises and everything you're probably going to experience lone star coming out on like either if it's heavy they're going to come out on some kind of air vehicle to get out there fast otherwise you're looking at like forerunners Right. jeeps off-roaders things like that yeah i yeah i was also thinking as well like with that type of setting it also kind of gives you carte blanche that you could do like a minimalist tech involvement type of side of things as well yeah it wouldn't be very decker heavy i don't think unless I'm not you're saying going that you, corporate that you would have to go you know like a full amish setting but like in regards <laughs> to like the amount of just a readily used and available tech i feel like mm-hmm. it would be a lot more minimal in the in the area yeah see we were right in most of downtown sahomish amish mafia a uh, dude i'm saying man like <laughs> listen you go there for the witness protection and then you teach them how to protect themselves you know what i'm saying like look <laughs> yeah you start the gang war to take over the hotel i dude oh whoa now we're really going out there we're cooking, man. We're cooking. You're starting your own version of the mafia, Sahomish mafia. The Amish Sahomish mafia. Fantastic. You guys, let us know what your homemade organized crime organization would be in Sahomish. It can't be any. It can't be any more out there than the Sahomish men. Okay. It, it can't be. There's no the way. Men pray at night, easy. They pray at night. <laughs> All right. I think with that one, we're good to. 
<laughs> wrap up for Sahomnish. You guys, we've almost completed the entire Metroplex. I hope you have enjoyed the tour. I think there's only a couple of districts left. We will get to them eventually. Don't worry. It won't be left out. We are definitely completing the Metroplex tour. I hope you guys have enjoyed it and are enjoying it. Let us know. I always love to hear the feedback. We love to talk about it. But you know, as usual, we will see you in the next one. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. is granted permission to Critical Hits to use such names, logos, artwork, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Critical Hits in any official capacity whatsoever.